Welcome. You've made it tough shit. Podcast puts first world problems into perspective. We are your hosts. I am Corey. And across from me is a man who's pretty much on cocaine. With cocaine. Cocaine. I'm Chris. I can't stop moving. <clears throat> I had yeah, I had two and a half cups of coffee. In. I had an iced coffee just before I came over. I'm on to a cup of tea. I've had six cans of seltzer water. I had a couple glasses of water. I did a workout this morning. I've been doubling up on multivitamins the last few days. I'm just bouncing off the fucking walls. You are fucking I'm shaking. Ready. I know. I can tell. Yeah, and I have a sty in my right eye. The nervous energy is just through the it's roof. It's not even nerves anymore. Yeah. No. It's just pure just, caffeine. Holy fuck. <laughs> Remember what was a few episodes ago I said I was thought I was getting stupid because I wasn't taking caffeine? Yeah, yeah. I still don't think I'm very smart, but I just like I'm moving a lot quicker. <laughs> oh, I'm back on it. I've never done cocaine. I, I heard a good one uh, recently about like moving quick and doing things. And it's, are you effective or are you efficient? I'm neither. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so just because you got the speed, you might be feel more efficient, but you're not really being effective? Yeah. Okay. I am. Ner- well, are you just maybe nervous out in the kitchen, though. Okay. When you came down the hall and you're just like, I got some bad news. Because for like half a second, I thought you were going to tell me that. Because you had your phone out and mm-hmm. I could see Spotify. I thought you were going to tell me that there was already a show called Tough Shit. And no, we like that's write, like the re- very first thing I researched. I think well, I, there's a Kevin Smith wrote a book. <laughs> he wrote a book shit, called yeah. it. Yeah, oh, there, there is other people who have uh, episodes that are titled "Tough Shit" and they talk about whatever. So, but anyway, you have made it to tough shit, soft served. Oh, I got it. Ready? So I can't what? say what I usually say with soft serve. So soft oh, serve, it's tough shit for fucking nobody because according to Corey, nobody listens to soft serve. No, they only no. listen to the numbered people, episodes. People li- <laughs> the only people listening are our wives and my parents. <laughs> no, people listen to soft serve and the uh, talking shit. They just don't perform as well. And that I think that's pretty common with a lot of podcasts, especially ones that have I'm guilty of it. Stories. I scroll over shit like this. Yeah, you just told me like I need the filler episodes. The fucking gems that I'm missing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, yeah. this is fucking gold. Today's going to be perfect. Well, what surprised me talking about this earlier is, uh, like, my wife loves Last Podcast on the Left. Listens to everything, every episode. Yeah, they're the best. And I'll, I'll overhear it all the time. And I'll ask you, like, oh, did you hear on the side stories? And you're like, no, I don't listen to them. I'm diehard Last Podcast on the Left, and I just don't listen to side stories. I just don't have the time. I need some. <laughs> well, okay, you I don't have, have the, the time. time. I do have the time. You got the road time, man. Anyway, yeah, it's March. 2020, getting into spring, all that shit. Uh, before we kick into things, we'd like to ask you guys to please consider uh, supporting the show directly by clicking the Anchor FM link in the show notes. It'll uh, help us grow the show in the future. And shout out. Shill. You're a shill. I am. I'm shilling. You're shilling. a scab. I am e-begging. <laughs> I want you to think of this. When you're deep in a hole at work, covered in mud, freezing cold, filthy. I might have something that actually has to do with that today. <laughs> okay. I do, oh, on that note, shout out to Bree, Arlene, and introducing our newest supporter to the channel. No way. Three people? Chris's mom. Oh, no shit. Yep. Oh, thanks, mom. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. We're up to hey, three. Well, actually, I, this this comes up in one of my stories, but since you mentioned my mom, happy birthday to my mother, because uh, Thursday was her birthday. Happy birthday. Would you have thought that your son's almost 37 and you're still kind of supporting him? <laughs> she probably did figure that would be the case. Yep. 
Like, well, at least he's out of the house, I guess. She did ask me to redact something from the whole moose story the other day. Remember? God, I was talking about. Okay, this is a correction. Yes. Christopher is issuing a a correction. A correction. Let's hear it. Uh, when I said that we got those family photos done with a moose behind us and it was really irresponsible, apparently I remembered incorrectly the moose was somewhere else. We just saw it during the photo and then moved. And yeah, so I was wrong. <laughs> and uh, I, I didn't intend to make my family seem like a like, bunch of danger, <laughs> yeah. dangerous hooligans out there. Let's get a I mean, I am. Let's get a selfie with this grizzly. No, they're actually a lot smarter than me. <laughs> so that's my correction, redaction, and my happy birthday to my mother. Oh, that's very sweet. And I want to, and yes, thank you to uh, Bree and Arlene also. So yes. Awesome. Yes, thank, thank you very thank much. Thank all three of you. Absolutely. Uh, while on the note Once of inflation drops, then maybe we'll be able to survive the two of us on less than $30 a month. We can quit our jobs. <laughs> On that note, please consider buying a shirt from Studio4East.com. Uh, they have an online store section where you can find our goods. Uh, they do. Uh, they they wait till there is a big enough order to do a print. So if you order something, it might take a little while before you see it. So I'm wearing a, one right now. Just a heads up on that. Oh yeah, since I work for the show, it's like I'm wearing a uniform. Well, we so still had to like buy my like yeah job. We, we still bought like a dozen shirts off. Except the top. I'm not getting paid, so I'm more like an intern. <laughs> Did a little uh, today on the Instagram. Did a shirt giveaway. It's already gone. Oh, so, cool! Yeah, someone already took it. You lucky whoever you are. Uh, it was actually uh, Bree. Oh, okay. <laughs> Good job, Bree. Yeah. <laughs> Congrats. Uh, so yeah, Just you could buy a shirt. Show going. Yeah, you could uh, support us the Anchor FM link. And yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. On um, let's see, what else is update? Update for the show. Uh, the numbering we changed it a little bit. It's still going to be the same numbering per episode and per soft serve and stuff. But if you look in the show notes, you will see the chronological number of what show you're on. This is more of an ego thing for me than it is anything yes, else. Yes, Christopher that way when I can... raised concerns about looking at the numbers saying, I'm like, what if they don't know all the stuff we did? And then you and... get on Apple Podcasts. It's like 37 episodes. Yeah, so then I was. But I will, I, I believe I told you this earlier. Uh, episode zero is still zero in our book. Well, and I said that I would give it zero out of five stars if I had to rate episode zero. Mm-hmm. That was an awful intro. I can't wait to redo it. <laughs> Third time's the charm. Yes. Speaking of threes, this is a three-peat for recording. I know. You have back to back to back. What do I want to say? You've been forcing me over here. For oh. three Sundays in a row, Corey oh, yeah. has not let up. In fact, you've been such a slave driver about it uh-huh. that I actually have three heartwarming tales about slave drivers today. Okay. I don't see how you can. <laughs> That's not true. Yeah, I don't, see <laughs> I I don't think there are heartwarming uh, transition about, into uh, that one. Tales about slave owners, unless like probably it was not like a tale of somebody dismembering a slave owner. That would be kind of heartwarming. No, I don't. That was tasteless. Uh, okay. Anyway. <laughs> so yeah, we've got some fun stories for yeah, everybody today. It's I soft have serve, two. fun, positive side stories, and Corey all that shit. Two. I do. I got two. Uh, let's see. March, it's yeah, March 2020. Uh, for us in the Northeast, the weather has been getting better, except today it's fucking 20 degrees. Oh, here we go. Snow. Let's talk about the weather. I like to fill people in on the weather <laughs> of where we live. <laughs> okay. All right. This is hilarious to me. I always check the weather every morning when I leave for my job or whatever's going on that day. Yes. And I love when you text me and you're like, yeah, this, especially this time of year, you're like, I left the house. 60 degrees, had my shorts and a t-shirt. By the end of the day, it's fucking snow. And you're like, geez, I didn't know it was going to snow. Like, do you look at the weather? No. I don't trust the weather channel. (laughs) You know, there's other options for weather. Yeah, I just don't care. 
<sighs> no, I don't like the Weather Channel. I think I've said this before. Well, I mean, I, I think I use AccuWeather on my phone. Whatever. <laughs> Let's see. In March, what else do we have? We had uh, St. Patrick's Day. I was in bed by 9 p.m. I uh, don't even know what I did. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I think it's like a Wednesday. It's one oh, of those, I played Dying Light, too. Yeah. It's one of those uh, one of those holidays. Like, oh, it's the middle of the week. Let's get fucking tanked and be late to work. Uh, oh, another one. Daylight savings time might be permanent in the U.S. Is this real? Because sometimes things will just come up on my yes. phone. I'm just like, this is real. Okay. I believe it still has to go through a couple of oh, things. Oh, because it's gone through so, the Senate. It hasn't gone through the House. I believe so, yeah. Okay. So there is uh, but give it time. I mean, I'm sure the politicians will manage to, manage to fuck this right up. But It makes sense. I hate it when it's done. Yeah, I don't. It, I hate it so much. It puts me in such a bad, not a bad mood, but just kind of a poopy mood. Mm-hmm. I just feel depressed when it's dark out. I hear you. Yeah. It, 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 I, I think the big thing for me is when it changes fucks you up like your hour of sleep is gone or you gain one and then at 11 in the morning it's like i should be eating lunch right now or one in the afternoon that doesn't fuck me up much because well, yeah because you're a human garbage disposal hey <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah we might might have that and i don't care either way if we keep it or it stays the same but just keep it keep it locked in on one time so uh real quick we also have stickers again so if you would like a free sticker, just send us a DM on Instagram and we'll hook you up. Uh, how has your March been, Christopher? Awesome. Yeah? Yeah. I was a little down the other day. Oh, yeah. I want to throw this out there. It has nothing to do with anything, really. Mm-hmm. I should probably get on the show. I think it was Tuesday. I, you know, like I was saying, like, sometimes you just feel kind of down. Mm-hmm. I was just fucking defeated Tuesday. And why and is that? I won't get into all of it. But. Okay. I mean, he's like, oh, you want to watch Simpsons? Like. Nope, not really. I don't really care. I don't feel like watching it. I just didn't feel like watching anything. But that day, it was like, what do I want to say? Not serendipity. I don't know. Jackass came out streaming. We watched it. Anybody who's like feeling down, go watch the new Jackass. Oh my God. I haven't laughed that fucking hard since probably the second one. It just puts you in. So it was so nice to see people doing something that they're just enjoying and having fun. I've never seen that many dicks. Just on a movie before ever, <laughs> but it was fantastic. I think if the entire world would get together in a giant movie theater and watch, like on the moon, uh-huh. and watch it together, we'd all just be a little better off. So yeah. that was a mood booster for me. I think we've discussed that before. How uh, just some blatant dumb fuckery, you know, slapstick, foolish humor. You need that in your life. Just some. I was very pleased with. Yeah. It. Not everything has to be some fucking deep, long, drawn out joke to be comedy. Ten or- stars. Ten out of five. No, that's it. I don't know. It's fucking March. <laughs> okay. I got a... Yeah, yeah I got, it's, it gets wacky. Did you, did you finish Elden Ring? No. No, fuck. I haven't finished Elden Ring. Are you goddamn kidding me? I have a job. No, I finished Elden Ring. I was supposed to play it today, but instead, I had to play with a puppy for half the day. Oh, boo Yeah, it was really tough. Poor child. Uh, we watched uh, Antlers last night. Yeah, that was, it was fun. spooky. That was yeah. good. That yeah. was good. If you want a good, uh, good scary movie, check I that one out. I did make me think. Like you see, like a lot of horror now, like it has to have like meaning to it. You notice that? Like oh, there's yeah. a lot of underlying things. That's why it was so nice to watch Jackass and just watch something where people were just having fun. Sometimes I just want to watch a horror movie where people just get fucking mutilated, and there's no underlying meaning mm-hmm. behind any of it. It's not about trauma. It's not about addiction. It's you just are on about, a list, huh? Remember, you're on a list for what? Hey, you just like I just want to see people get hacked apart and killed, 
You know, you're researching hunting people. Oh, just between the fucking the hunting people, the cannibalism, <laughs> and all the yep. pirate side of me that I've been looking at. Not looking at, I mean reading about. Well, look at <laughs> I'm sure there's a file. I, there I feel a, bad for the NSA agent who's currently going through your history like, oh, fucking A. Oh, there's probably a guy that just has a fucking pirate sodomy file, and he's got a bunch of names in it, and now I'm in it. Oh, that's that's awesome. No, March is good. good. I'm, uh, I'm really excited. I have, uh, yeah, I got two. One's a story, one isn't, uh, but I'll kind of get into it. Either way, yeah. So um, who goes first? I don't How do remember. we even determine that? I didn't look that. It, we, I think for soft serves, it doesn't really matter. Uh, Want to do rock, scissors, paper? We can. I still have to talk about my march. I know you like talking, so. What? (laughs) Fucking motor mouth over here. He's just full of himself. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'm done. Anyway. Do you want me to ask you how your march was? Yeah, ask me how my march was. Hey, Corey, how was your march? I'm really dying to hear about it. (laughs) Well, Christopher, (laughs) my march was a little rough, Okay. Why? Off the get-go. Well, I got COVID. That sucked, but (laughs) for the first couple weeks. uh, I'd say I'm like 95% now, but that doesn't mean anything because I don't think I've ever been at 100% health in my life. So You're getting better, though. You look good. (laughs) Thank you. I'm trying. Uh, Let's see. Other than that, it's been getting better. It's been decent. You know, we had some nice days, been getting outside a little bit more, been just trying to get more active and... I'm looking forward to getting into a new warm weather hobby. Well, not new, but an old hobby I'm getting back into. I talked to you about last evening. Oh, yes. That's right. I forgot you decided to be a giant fucking nerd again. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So it isn't dorky enough that you and I shoot traditional archery and don't hunt traditional archery. Nope. You got to make it even worse. Oh, yeah. I'm going to get, not not start, but get back into metal detecting. It's fucking fun. I like history. It's neat. There's a lot of neat old shit in the ground. Most of it is just garbage, but it's still something to do. Get the outside. Like... Can't all just sit inside and play Elden Ring. Fuck you. <laughs> I, That's like... I played Elden Ring for 12 hours while a dog licked my feet. <laughs> the only thing, like, yeah, on my side, it's Elden Ring and playing with a puppy. On your uh, side, like, the only way you can get any lower from, like, traditional archery and metal detecting is to, or detecting is just to cut your dick off. <laughs> Like, that's the next step. <laughs> and make it into tacos. Uh. <laughs> oh, I'm going to wrap the show up with a recipe, too, by the way. Oh, okay. Uh, real quick, donations for March will be toward UNICEF. They are a huge leader in combating hunger throughout the world. So Yeah, uh, actually, they do seem like they're a really good organization. Yeah, and I checked their, I know we've talked about some of them. Can yeah. be a little sketchy. UNICEF seems all right. Yep. Yeah, they're, they're, and United Way. Yeah, they got pretty high, uh, pretty high marks for actually spending their money properly, so... Anyway, let's uh, get into some stories. So I have two full stories. Did you, is, your, is one of yours just going to be rambling? One is I wrote it. It's fucking long, so okay. I'm just going to use it as a guide and go through it. It's a little different. It's something I think I promised before. I can't remember if I've mentioned or not. And then I have one that is just a good positive story that is a reasonable length. Okay. So it's up to you. Let's rock, scissors, paper. Okay. Wait, wait we go, go on go? shoot. Shoot. We go one, two, three, shoot. Okay, ready? Ready? One, rock, two, scissors, three, wait. One, two, three. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> this Ready? is a process. Go ahead. One, two, three, shoot. One, two, three, shoot. Ah! Okay, what do you want to do? Uh, go second. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's fine. All right, I will go first. Story one, as per my template. 
If you wanted to utilize the World Wide Web for anything related to food and cooking, the internet is a massive cornucopia of information. It truly is a gift to mankind in the sense that one can find countless recipes, cooking videos, or wacky culinary creations from around the globe to share with loved ones. Now, I will not lump in the fat, disgusting retards who mukbang <gasps> food into their faces, with the only sound of them being, you know, slurping and chewing food, it's fucking gross and that trend needs to die. You said the R word. You've said it 400 times on yeah, the show. Yeah, but I put it away. Uh, whatever. In your mind camper. <laughs> join join us for a journey into Chris's mind camper. Do you, have you heard of mukbang? Mukbang? Like yeah. I know you don't know anything outside of IGN, so. No, I don't. Okay. Well, it's gross. It's just people eating food like ASMR. ASMR. You don't even know what ASMR. A Wait, hang on. Is it an acronym? It's it's a microphone. It's like a high frequency. It's like a high frequency microphone that picks up everything. Hmm. So it's just people chewing and eating food over. Nothing. So these are like the same people that get off on the popple pimp popple pimping pimple popping popple pimple pimple poppers. Anyway, it's gross. Look into it. Okay, you have a computer in front of you. I'm not gonna look at it. Right okay, now. I don't blame you. It's gross. That trend needs to die. But I digress. Now back to the better side of utilizing the internet for cooking. It's no secret that 2020 was a shit garbage year full of negative nonsense, but if you do a little dumpster diving, you just might find some good things to come out of that year. Our show. Our show indeed, yes. Uh, with one of those gems being that people's confidence in cooking their own meals grew substantially. As we mulled about our homes in 2020, mostly being bored as shit with nothing but time to kill, people began to utilize the internet to try new and different things to pass the days. For example, Chris started his OnlyFans account, which currently has four subscribers. They're all pirates. <laughs> <laughs> Fire in the hole, matey. <laughs> but for the rest of us, it meant time to hone our culinary skills. Between the five of us, there's ten cannonballs. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> great if you said nine. Like, whoa. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. You are a wreck. Mm -hmm. yeah, slug that tea down. That's what you need more caffeine. It coats my throat. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay, sure. Anyway. <laughs> According to a poll taken of 2,000 Americans back in late 2020 by one poll, six out of ten people claimed that their cooking skills had improved greatly, with websites like All Recipes, Food Network, and Simply Recipes recording, uh, reporting massive spikes in traffic over 2020. It's no surprise that 40% of poll takers claim that they are even... <laughs> what? I'm sorry. You are just a shit... <laughs> you are a shit bag. You're going to say poll taker and I'm not going to say anything? A poll taker. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. You've been reading too much pirate porno. <laughs> too much gay pirate porno. <laughs> Please continue. Okay, you poll taker. <laughs> poll takers claim they are even confident enough to compete on MasterChef. On average, most respondents claim that they had learned how to prepare eight new dishes over the year, and of the 2,000 people polled, 77% claim that they will be learning how to cook at least one new worldly dish in the coming year, so something they've never even attempted. And it's just the, and it isn't just the learning of new cooking that has increased over 2020. All of the people who wanted to share how to cook amazing or, simp uh, or simple meals literally doubled once the first lockdown happened. Video hosting sites like Twitch and YouTube reported that uploads and viewing of all things cooking related had doubled. Resourceful chefs would grab their iPhone or GoPro and hit the kitchen with vigor, showing the hack cooks of the world, like myself, 
how to go about properly crafting some fine meals. Now, I know I can be critical of polls in that 2,000 people. <laughs> That's great. You are 10 years old. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> are you sure you didn't go do cocaine? I'm just excited. <laughs> All these we both polls? married polls. All these polls got you excited? <laughs> I know I'm critical of polls. In that 2,000 people in the U.S. is a statistical zero in the full scope of things. But as time has gone on since that poll was taken, the home cooking trend has genuinely grown substantially, with European countries having reported similar trends as well. So things are looking good for all of the homebrew foodies of the world. And that's it. That a is, lot of people learned how to cook. Better. And I could have learned a lot more from that if you said, <laughs> said poll takers so much. I'm glad they're letting all the polls and the poll takers on a master chef now. Did you learn how to cook anything over? Fuck, no, I didn't learn how to cook anything. I made you dinner last night, didn't I? Your wife made us dinner. I started the grill. Yep. And <laughs> she didn't trust you to put the burgers on she the didn't. grill. No. <laughs> she scolded me. I over know. It. I'll just do it. But I get nope. <laughs> Fuck no, I didn't learn to cook anything. Mandy's an awesome cook. I am a shit, shit cook. You know what I did do the other day? I made an egg wrap on an egg white wrap. <laughs> yeah. Is that the one you filled so full of spinach you couldn't close? What are you talking? No, that was this morning. No, I got No, these... your wife told us yesterday. Oh, she did? Yeah. She said she turns around oh, and two seconds yeah. later, like an entire bag of spinach is in it and you can't close the wrap. Can I tell you a secret? What? It wasn't spinach. It was just pork. <laughs> <laughs> it was pork? Yeah, it was damn. just a lot of pork. <laughs> That's a lot of damn pork. No, I don't cook. I know. It's hilarious. I don't think yeah, I I'm, I'm not a I'm not big on cooking, but I'll I'm do glad it. that people are taking the initiative to start doing things that so you have extra time in there that maybe mm -hmm. some people over the last couple of years this has made them a little more self sufficient. Oh, absolutely. I think that's good. And I think that like that could have benefited me if I weren't already being taken care of. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> if you weren't coddled by your wife. Yes. You would be dead. Yeah, I know. I tell you all the time. And I'm like I I would be dead in a ditch. And then not and not even like if I were on my own, I wouldn't be like, Oh, I'm gonna get into like become an addict and get into drugs and alcoholism and then die. I just won't know how to eat and I'll just die. Mandy's the only thing really keeping me alive. Oh, that's very sweet when you mm -hmm. put it that way. Yeah. So No, I agree. Uh, picking up a new skill, any type of skill that's useful, like cooking, uh, that's, yeah, that's, I think that's good that more people are doing that. So that was my first story. That's awesome. Okay. Where'd you get that? Uh, that was part from Good News Network, and I pulled a couple other things off of various news sites about the spikes. Some of the actually, uh, like Food Network and all those had similar articles. Okay. So. Well, thank various you, places. Corey, for that story. I thought it would be uplifting. I thought it would uplift your poll. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we got to get past that. I had to stop a couple laughs. During, like, that was, I know you when you used to get like that, like, we got into belly laughs a lot where oh you couldn't my. stop. God, that, that was close. That I was, stop. Is that like when you were in school taking a test and everyone's dead dead quiet and the dumbest fucking thing pops in your brain and you're just trying so hard not you to You and laugh. I did it at a wedding once. Oh, yeah. Oh, my Thinking, God. Oh, because I changed the itinerary? Yeah, what, to the divorce rate, right? No, 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 no. It was. Uh, it had the, like, the day's events in order. So I X'd out what they were actually doing and I put, like, greased pig wrestling RC oh, car races, like right. incredibly and dumb, And it was in silly the church. Shit. Oh, yeah. We were in a church at a pew. We were beat red, just trying so we hard not to laugh. We were drinking in the parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> on 
<laughs> Tailgating at the church parking lot. All right. Uh, I've got a... Do you want me to do one? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So I'll just start. This is not a story. Mm-hmm. You know, I mentioned like I was getting into like some weird like magic shit, and like I read that book on chaos magic. Uh-huh. And one of the suggestions was to start a dream journal. Remember how dorky I was because I'm metal detecting. I take everything I said back. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I still this is interesting. I want okay. to hear it. So actually, this isn't quite as interesting as I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was committed to it, so we're doing it anyway. Okay. So this one is, for better or for worse, what follows are the actual entries of my first week of dream journaling. Oh, God. Yes. Uh, I should also mention that before we get started, the genesis of this dates back, like I said, about two months or so. Mm-hmm. So by all rights, therefore, like... If it weren't for my procrast- procrastinating nature, I should have about 70-ish entries to pick from right mm-hmm. now. Uh, but I unfortunately just finally got around to doing it this past Monday, which leaves us with a shallow well of seven entries to draw from. So instead, we're just going to do all of them. I'm sure, just knowing the handful of dreams that you have told me over the years. Hasn't been a great week for dreams. Okay. But we're going to go through them anyway. All right, let's uh, hear it. Yeah, and compounding this is that, yeah, they, none of them were really all that interesting. A couple of them were kind of interesting, but at least one of them required some creative liberties. Okay. And by that, I mean I completely made it up. <laughs> so out of the seven of these, one of them is not real. So at the end, you can tell me which one you think was made up. I'm going to have a hard time with this. Okay. 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 So with that in mind, that like six of them mm-hmm. are real, I'm inviting you all to join me in my self-conscious or my subconscious. Your mind camper. My ca- Come into my camper. Mm-hmm. All... 250, 300-ish of you. We're going to fit you all into my mind camper, and you're going to see what goes inside of this mind, this pioneer of podcasting, I feel. So, that said, <laughs> let's be start... a lot of committed people after this. <laughs> that said, let's start with Sunday to Monday night. And I did. I got up early, mm-hmm. and I wrote these. So, uh, right. yeah, this is Sunday to Monday night. Dreamt last night that George from Seinfeld was upset when a grotesque-looking obese man starts re- frequenting monks, and everyone thinks he looks like George. Okay. That's the whole dream. That was your dream? Yeah. Right. I'm pretty sure that came from, like, honestly, Mandy and I just watched Seinfeld constantly. You constantly quote things from Seinfeld. Like, even when we were, like, early apartments, had didn't have the internet, didn't have cable. So we had a box set of Seinfeld DVDs. Mm-hmm. To this day, like, to day, this morning, we just put it on, like, like, like when old people put on the fucking radio. Like, mm-hmm. we just have Seinfeld on. Yeah. So I think that's where that came from. So that was Monday night. Okay. On to the next one. Uh, So, this would be the night of Monday, the 21st, leading into Tuesday. Uh, This one's a bit of a dud. In fact, as a regular, uh, like, vivid dreamer that I am, and you know this, uh, I have to say this whole week wasn't my best work, but here we are. Um, All I can remember from this night is Jenny making friends with an old corgi that lived next door. Uh, The two of them wouldn't play, but they just kind of sit at the border of our lawns and stare at each other. I'm not sure where any of this came from. Cause it sounds us... like classic grumpy neighbors looking at each other like, the fuck are you looking at? They were friendly. They just didn't do anything. So it's like you and me. I like you. Maybe they should start a podcast. I'd listen to it. Yeah. But none of our none of our neighbors have corgis, so I'm not quite sure where that came from. Okay. But that All was right. it. They just sat there. So friendly dogs. All right. Okay. So this is the big one. No. This was, what would this be? Tuesday night into Wednesday. So Wednesday morning. This is... And I'm okay. Okay. So, uh, if there was such a thing as an awards show for dreams, this is the one that I would submit for this week, anyway. Okay. And I call them the Snorries. Oh, okay. You like that? That's good. Okay. The Snorries. So, I uh, definitely like this was the most memorable of the batch for this week. So, first part of the night, and like this is why, like, this was a risk because I'm just writing what happened. 
First part of the night, I can clearly remember being in a shithole trailer that was very quickly flooding. Your mind camper. No, this was from work. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. Uh, I remember what I took at the time, the hairballs floating around and sticking to my pants. This put me into a full-on dream panic. You know the dream panics? Oh, yeah. But, of course, you can't move once you start to panic. So I just, like, slowly got down into the water and, like, all of a sudden couldn't move and then boom. Um, I'm on a rooftop in the city somewhere and it was raining like a rat bastard. Wow. It continues. On top of all this, I was missing the lower half of my left leg. My boss, who was twice his normal size, like in height, was ordering me to install water pumps on the roofs of apartment buildings. And I was constantly pursued by some very Japanese looking monsters. (laughs) And all of this, at least like my memory of it, was cast in this kind of neon blue light. I can trace pretty much all of this uh, flooded trailer work. Mm-hmm. Uh, missing half my leg, obviously, from the most recent cooking show that we did. Yep. In the Japanese monsters thing, I'd say just from uh, being horrified of the Japanese. That <laughs> could very well be. So your boss was twice his size? Big, or... yes. He must have been gigantic. Yeah, looming in the sky. <laughs> no, I think the Japanese thing was because I watched like a whole bunch of Ghostwire Tokyo videos yeah, right yeah. before bed. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I have nothing against the Japanese. I, I know. I know you go through ethnicities every once in a while and kind of push the boundaries of how you feel about them. I really like pretty much everybody. I hear as long you. as you're nice, I don't care. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, but that was the whole dream. It was super fucked up. And this next one, uh, so this would be, what would this be? Wednesday night into Thursday. Uh, quick, oh, I had a thing here to wish mom a happy birthday, but I already did that. Okay. So, uh, this one. Um, oh, yeah. I definitely remember being in the desert early on in the dream, and wherever I was looked suspiciously like the campsite from City Slickers. And I'm sure, oh, yeah, I upset an elderly man. I couldn't tell you why. And then shortly after this, I remember being yelled at by a very angry woman in a gray T-shirt. Did your wife have City Slickers on during the week? No, it's been a long time since we've had that on. I could see that being one of her choice movies to put on in the background. It's a good movie. It is. Yeah. Um, very abruptly after this, like the woman with the the gray shirt or whatever mm-hmm. oh yeah we flash forwarded from there mandy this is this was kind of cool okay. mandy and i moved into a street level apartment next door to nugget oh yes wow strangest part about this being that i never saw hope anywhere hope being nugget's mom yes uh just nugget and another dog the two seem to be living there as a couple and presumably both work to pay the rent oh yes <laughs> each morning i'd go to say hi to the nug and she'd leap out the front door and get stuck on top of the fence out front, like yeah. in her belly, and I had to help her off. Aww. And then uh, after that, I was on a folding chair. I was sitting on a folding chair at a birthday party next to a plainly unshowered, obese woman who sat way too close to me and was making me very uncomfortable. Ugh. That's it. Then I woke up. Okay. So this was then Thursday, Friday. Uh, oh, I don't remember anything from that. So Friday's a wash. That's a wash. Okay. Ginny and I got up a couple times to pee outside. Okay. So that was it. Um... Oh, yeah, and then Friday night, uh, I was forced to – this was a dream. I dreamt that I was forced to ride a roller coaster with a diaper on, and the man running the ride refused to let me off until I shit my pants. Uh, shortly after this, I woke up in bed terrified that I had actually shit my pants, and the strangest thing about all this was that when I woke up Saturday morning, I was wearing a diaper. Okay. I, right. I can already see what one I'm doubting, but go on with your last okay. story. Last one. This one's special. Okay. Okay. As it's the only one of the bunch where I made an honest effort at lucid dreaming. That's tough. I know. Mm-hmm. I'm, you're, yeah, I, it didn't work. Uh, it was a bit of a challenge, as we mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. We watched Antlers right before bed. 
Uh, so pushing like any th- weird thoughts of like meth addicted Wendigos aside, mm-hmm. I settled into bed. This is what I tried to to focus on to get into like a lucid dream. I settled in the bed and focused on a scene that I not only wanted to dream about, but to be present in. As intently as I could, I imagined myself sitting at the counter of my wildly successful combination bookstore slash ice cream shop. Customers leap through books while carefully balancing ice cream cones and sit back and relax. I'm sitting back and relaxing, confident in the fact that I'll never again have to earn a living through physical labor. That was the thought I had when I went to bed. Bookies and cream. You're not supposed to say it. You've said it before. Are you sure? Sh- I guarantee it. No. Well, don't nobody take that. That's my retirement. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to buy sticky ice cream filled books. Well, no, but you'll get a discount if there's ice cream on them. <sighs> so anyway, so all the books. This is what I wanted to dream about was a, about a bookstore. Okay. So that's what I thought. So this is the actual dream. Uh, this is the entry from this morning. Last night I had a dream where I was abandoned at a very rural outdoor art festival. I hitched a ride with a tall, balding man who invited me in for dinner with him and his wife, even though I insisted that I just wanted to go home. Their home was crowded with what I thought were some very tall labradoodles, but turned out to be alpacas. Uh, the man fell asleep during dinner, and his wife drove me home, insisting I take a bag of alpaca clippings with me. That was your dream last night? Yes. Okay. That's I, it. Those You're caught up. That's the first week of dream journaling. Oh, my God. Which you one could... was real or which one wasn't real? I don't know because you like to fuck with me so much about making up fake stories. So I might say all of them. But no. I, I know. I know. 100%. Okay. Right, look at me. Look at me. You're crossing both fingers. Yeah. Double, double that, negative. That, oh, here. That means, I'm, <laughs> that means I'm telling the truth. Okay. So... The one with the – you did not wake up with a diaper on. All right. Yeah, that one I made up. That's the only one? <laughs> yeah. They, every other one of those, that is exactly what I remember from If you didn't add that I woke up with a diaper – I know. That would have been something I would have been. About. I would have had to really struggle. So I was thinking the Desert Dream one or the Art Festival in the Woods one. No, it was the roller coaster. That okay. was not real. Everything else I dreamed about. Okay. And I'm going to continue this tomorrow. This is, you could probably start a podcast of just your dream journal. Oh man, what was that one a couple months ago? That was my that is my Hall of Famer for this past year. Remember, I was trying to find that bathroom in the mall. Mm-hmm. I found it outside, yeah. and there were so many stalls. It was I was so comfortable because nobody would look at me because there were just hundreds of stalls. Yeah, so nobody would like peek through the crack. But there was a restaurant next to the like in the bathroom. But so I got away. And then, like, I met those four guys, those four big, tall, like, they're, like, black basketball players. It doesn't matter that they're black. I'm just saying they're basketball players. They're really tall. Yeah. And they were really nice to me. And then I went into the stall to take a poop, and they all looked over the edge of the stall and watched me. <laughs> I don't remember that I, one, now. Yeah. And they watched me, and I couldn't go because – and they were, like, I thought they were cool, but then they wouldn't leave me alone. They wanted to watch you poop. Yeah. The one that stands out to me was years ago. When I used to have parties at my house, well, that was my parents' house, living up there when I was like 20, 21, whatever, not even 18, somewhere in there. Either way, you got really drunk, everyone got really drunk, and someone brought some weed, and you smoked weed, and you got really high and really drunk, and you were wandering around the house, and like after you went to bed. Running. You're running around. Yeah, the house, I was and running. My, you woke my mom up. Yeah. She had to come put you down, like put you back on the couch. Put you back to bed. And the next morning, like, we're telling you about this. And you're like, no, no, I, I had none of that. But you were having a dream that you were in a van. You were, like, sleeping in a van. And you opened the door to walk out. 
and with every step, your feet turned into cherry pies. Oh, I forgot about the cherry pie dream. Yeah. And actually, that wasn't the only time that I went sleep running in your house. It happened at least two or three times. Yeah. yeah. I remember your mom telling me she'd stand in the kitchen at the island there or whatever. Mm-hmm. And just watch me run laps around living room, dining room, kitchen yeah. over and over again. Eventually, she'd stop me. Yeah, you got some sleep issues. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Add to that the night terrors. Oh, God. <laughs> Don't mix your goodies, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's uh. it. That's that's awesome. That's very positive and upbeat. I'll give well, you that. Well, I don't know if it's po- I'm just but it's hey, upbeat. It's I'm fun. trying to do something. I'm trying to crack the code into the back of my head. The Da Vinci code. Yeah. Take it or leave it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Would you like to hear my second story? Yes. Okay. So, I can say with certainty that after researching a famine, I don't really want to do that again. Uh, The sheer human toll and suffering associated with it is staggering. Uh, But I also got to learn about the good side of it, the actual humanitarian side of things, about the people, meals, and processes taken to help feed a starving population. One of the things that stuck out to me, though, was the fact that in a lot of famine situations, be it in the past or present, is that a lot of the time you can't just come wheeling in hot with a bunch of food and just start stuffing mouths full. There's a large amount of food prep and food safety that needs to happen before folks can get fed. So you can't just show up with a can of raviolis and say, here you go. You can kill you somebody, could. a starving person by yeah, yeah. feeding them right away. So some of the examples of this would be bringing in items like wheat, grains, and flour to a starving populace. The wheat and grains would still need to be processed. Like You can't just bring in bushels of wheat. Like, back in the day, they would show up with all this wheat, and a lot of times serving people would just eat the wheat. They would just eat it before they uh, shucked it or whatever, yeah. Uh, so it's got to be processed. Uh, the flour would need to be mixed with other ingredients to create something edible, uh, with the most crucial mixer being clean water, which in most third-world places is pretty much non-existent. Well, what about bringing in canned or prepackaged goods? That's okay in the short term, but in a lot of those scenarios, you still have, you know, short expirations, climate, and lack of refrigeration to deal with. Not to mention a lot, a lot of those types of foods are so packed with preservatives, it plays hell on the digestive system of starving people. Because a lot of people in third worlds aren't used to the shit diets like you and I are. Like, I'm, yeah. yeah. <laughs> your, your microwave chicken waffle sandwich. That was that would, one that, time. That would kill a starving person. Uh, But all of this changed in the late 1990s when a French pediatric nutritionist named André Breind and his colleague and food processor... What's that last name? uh, B-R-I-E-N-D. He's French. André Breind. André Breind. He did a really good thing. I got another one here for you. So, And his colleague in food processing engineer, Michael Liscana. It's L-E-S-C-A-N-N-E. That's a nice name. Liscana. That sounds Italian, right? Yeah. Liscana. Yeah, he's a pretty good guy. Okay, yeah, whatever. Developed the world-changing food known as Plumpy Nut. What? Yep. Now, a Plumpy Nut might sound like something that happens to a man after he steps on a rake, but I assure you, <laughs> uh, <okay>. I assure <laughs> you, these plumpy nuts I'm talking about are a good thing. Plumpy nut is what's known as an RUTF, or ready-to-use therapeutic food. 
It is essentially a peanut-based product that is packed into sealed foil pouches, with the primary ingredients being peanut paste, vegetable oil, powdered milk, powdered sugar, vitamins, and minerals. Product has a two-year shelf life and does not need do not require refrigeration. So the hurdles associated with prepared foods heading into a famine zone can be jumped. Though adults can consume Plumpy Nut, the product... <laughs> what are you... The inner 12-year-old... I'm just baiting you all day. I... If I'm... All right, finish, and then I will... Wait till I tell you about cock coin. Are you serious? No. Oh. All right. It sounds like I would pay a poll taker some cock coin to give me a Plumpy Nut. <laughs> That's great. Though adults can consume Plumpy Nut. (laughs) Yeah, they can. The product was mainly formulated for malnourished babies and toddlers. Uh, The special mix was designed to help growing bodies get the vital nutrients it needs to survive. Since its invention and distribution throughout starving nations, humanitarian workers and field doctors have seen a massive increase in child survival rates, with most reporting that it's like night and day after a child starts the treatment. Uh, Plumpy Nut might have a goofy name, but it has quite literally saved millions of starving children. That's, That's actually awesome. I well, don't feel good about picking it, but I mean, come on, Plumpy Nut. It's a goofy name. I get it. Yeah. Hey, it sticks with your. It sticks in your head though. <clears throat> it does. Yeah. There's like a guy not too far from here that owns a uh, car dealership, and the sign's upside down. Really? It's been upside down for like 20 years. It's this giant sign. Okay. Yeah. And I always remember it because the sign's upside down. It's just like the fucking yellow truck has orange trucks. You know, it's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that sticks in your head. Yeah, that's true. That's really good. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a a pretty neat thing. So can we get Plumpy Nut? I think you could order it through somewhere. Uh, Most of the, one of the biggest purchasers of it is UNICEF. Okay. To send to, uh, I guess that would be kind of selfish on our part, though, to just get Plumpy Nut to eat, even though we're already eating plenty of food. Yeah, we're, so we won't I do don't that. see you and I starving anytime soon. But, oh, man, uh, I hope not. <laughs> you would have to actively oh, try. <laughs> I had a burger so, right before I came over here. I, I, <laughs> I'm sure you did. I'm, I'm glad that you kept, you kind of did, you kept up with uh, this past, what did we do last episode? Cooking. Cooking. So you're kind of like on point. With the show that we're supposed to do, yeah, uh huh. I'm impressed. Yeah, that's so why it, you're in charge. Is, <laughs> does your second story have anything to do with what the show normally entails? It's a positive story. It has absolutely nothing to do with coffee or coffee cooking. Cooking, <laughs> <laughs> coffee was episode one. This is a legitimate positive story. Full credit goes, of course, to Good News Network. Okay. Until we get an email from Good News Network saying, "Stop, please stop mentioning our name I on th- your show." Yeah, I think as so long as you. Say whose story it was. Yeah, you can. Yeah, I got this from. Uh, so this one, the title. Actually, I went back to. Uh, I remembered I was supposed to do uh, sarcastic names or cynical names for. Yeah. Positive stories. <clears throat> so this one's called uh, "Weak Brits Let Toads Walk All Over Them." Oh. And uh, <laughs> you're gonna get it too. Well, we'll we'll get into it. There will be an accent in this. Okay. All okay. right. I love your I love your English accent. It's so Everybody authentic. Is. Uh, oh, from <laughs> I was practicing at home in the kitchen, but it just kept turning Australian. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, it just goes because we've been watching that. Uh, our flag means death. Mm. So there's kind of some new sort of some Kiwis on there. Uh, anyway, 
From March 7th to April 1st, Londoners commuting near a 1,300-foot section of Church Road in Ham will be met with a detour. Of course, this is nothing new to locals, as the road closure has been an annual event for the past 10 years. What, you may be asking, is the bloody reason for this week's long, or this week's long inconvenience. Uh, well, here in America, namely in Boston, it takes a long line of adorable ducklings and their determined mother to shut down a city street to ensure the critters' safe passage to a picturesque landscaped pond. You know that story? Yes. So, it makes sense that across the pond, our jack-toothed former handlers are shutting down city streets... <laughs> Are shutting down city streets for froggies, toads, okay, and frogs. But right. we're gonna focus on toads for the past ten years. And as we speak, did you see anything about this? No, I have not. Okay, for the past ten years, and as we speak right now, uh, Church Road in Ham, which apparently is in London, London. It's very confusing. I don't know. It's They're quite just a like, pretty large city. Like it's like it's in Ham near Richardson in London. <laughs> well, that's probably like all the boroughs that's and all true, the like Queen, dumb shit yeah. in New York City. Okay, so yeah, this is a this is Church Road in Ham. Mm-hmm. Uh, past ten years has been blocked off to traffic for the month of March in the name of protecting an endless stream of migrating toads. Hmm. Yes, uh, each spring these ugly little buggers have Church Road in or <clears throat> Brave Church Road in an effort to reach ponds across the street to breed, which, being England, is far from the ugliest sex to have been had next to a pond. <laughs> And I don't you know are, why I'm picking on the English I know, so like, much. why are you beating on the English? It's just frogs trying to get it on. I have no issue with the English. <laughs> <laughs> See, remember what I said earlier, like, you always go after one nationality or group of but people. But as long as you say right afterward, oh, I have no issue. I'm oh, just, I have no issue with the English. Then they, like, I can say whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's like, I put JK at the end of everything so I can get away with saying anything. <laughs> yeah, that JK has a lot to say. Yeah. Rowling? Oh. All right. So, yeah, she's fucking English, too. Uh, anyway. Um, You're a wizard. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, they, they are migrating to this pond to have sex with each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, apparently, the migration was becoming hazardous enough to not only the toads, but to drivers as well. Accidents caused by drivers distracted by the gross amphibious sex parade, coupled with hundreds of flattened toads, spurred a local organization to do something about it. Uh, Enter the charity Frog Life. A group of volunteers that petitioned for the closure of not only Church Road, but several other roads in London, like in the London area as well. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All with the goal of saving the lives of migrating frogs and toads. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, each year, a council road traffic order is issued that reads in part, quote, The road closure is intended to allow toads cross the carriageway unharmed and to eliminate the risk of accidents if drivers were to be distracted by the presence of these creatures in their path. <laughs> God. What is it, the fucking 1800s in Liverpool? Like, <laughs> fucking thick ass shit English accent. That's how they talk in London. I don't think all of them talk like that. Are you from London? That's, okay. Well, it's like saying everyone in America talks like, hey there, partner, come on down. I do when I'm not doing this show. We get oh, done you, the you, show and you just have about, a deep Texas. God, I'm so glad we're Southern getting accent. <laughs> yeah, um, but we were just talking Minnesota. So pretty much, <laughs> what that man was saying is that they shut the road down for the safety of the toads. I, I gathered that through somehow sifting through that accent. I put so, that together. Let's continue. Okay, Frog Life uh, barricades off the street to any 
and all traffic and depends on volunteers for the, quote, toad patrol uh, to stand guard over these humble commuters, even patrolling the street and park at night to ensure safe passage of uh, these toads. So unsurprisingly, this whole to-do has gathered a bit of attention with locals and tourists lined up at the barricades for photo ops, Hmm. naturally. Uh, One resident, a Robert Brown... (laughs) Was quoted as saying, "So funny about Robert Brown's name because it's just such a stupid quote." I just, okay. <laughs> all right, I don't really it, don't even it. need to do the exit, but I will anyway. Okay. So one resident, a Robert Brown, was quoted as saying, "I think it's fantastic <laughs> to have that amount emo- of consideration for toads. I think it's incredible. I have never actually seen any toads, and only once saw someone we thought might be a volunteer. But I think it's great." It is certainly a very British thing to do. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead right off the top here and apologize to any listener from the UK. <laughs> that went better than I thought it was going <laughs> to. So Robert thinks it's a very British thing to do. I don't know if it's a very British thing to do, but it's certainly a very decent thing to do. Seriously. Yeah. And for my part, I'm just happy to come across a story like this every now and then where a group of folks take the time to look past all of our bullshit Mm -hmm. and just do a good thing for the sake of doing a good thing. Right on. So hats off to the Toad Patrol and best of luck to any toads out there looking to get lucky in a pond this spring. There you go. That was very nice. (laughs) I hope no one... (laughs) Minus all the shit talking you did on the English. Oh, that's cool. Well, we do uh, in the U.S. They have land bridges out. Yeah, uh, out, out west. west. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Kurt talks about out in Montana. Like it's common. Yeah. From oh, the, definitely. Yeah, because yeah, you don't want a fucking elk <laughs> running full right. steam into your or just uh, fucking up their shit. Oh, anything. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's it. That's uh, that was my second story. All I had. That's all I had. There, that I was... had one. I had one other one, but I didn't have time to do it. So oh, that's I'm fine. Save we're still we're good on time and one. all that shit. So no, no, that's good. Uh, that was an enjoyable story. That, that was nice. <laughs> <laughs> you you brought some light into the toad world. <laughs> oh shit! I, this is between that and another one um, about back pain. But Mandy picked the toad one. She okay. thought that was adorable, and I said, "You know what, Mandy? You're right. I'm going to ruin it." And I did. <laughs> okay. There you go. Oh, that's awesome. All right. Uh, before we finish this out, do you have any uh, new things you need to plug or talk about? Yeah. <laughs> you, you already informed me at the start of the show. You're like, I got to talk about my show. Oh, yeah. Well, so I had two shows to promote today. Or two. I swiftly <laughs> ended one of them so from being said. <laughs> I pitched one to Mandy at home, and she gave me something along the lines like, I don't think that's a good idea to say. So I, and then I asked Corey and his wife what they thought, and I was given a similar uh-huh. suggestion. So I'm down to just one. But I'm going to tell you right now, if any of you see me out and about and you want to know what that show was, you just ask me. I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> but you can't tell anybody. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> I have one more show. Okay, so this one's called, uh, where is it? Please eat yourself. This all right. Is, uh, so this would be for like HGTV. Where do they do all the cooking shows? Like Master Chef and Cook, like Food Network. Okay. Yeah. Um, so like this would be for Food Network. Mm-hmm. So this is called Please Eat Yourself. Uh, it is a like an elimination style cooking show. Okay. Where contestants cook themselves into recipes, and as the show goes on, 
uh, by the end of it, whoever's lost the most mass gets your subscription to Blue Apron. That is, ah, uh, God, that is like death metal album shit there. That's it. Yeah, that's pretty nasty. Honestly, I think the idea, other idea was a little better. That would have been good. on like the Hell Channel on, uh, was it Bill and Ted that had the Hell Channel on it? I can't remember. Was I, it Bill and Ted? There's a movie I can't remember off the top of my head. It's from the 80s or 90s. They had a channel. It was like, what's going on in hell? That would be a show in hell. Yeah. Pretty cool, huh? Please eat yourself. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be real cool. <laughs> I don't have anything else, I don't think. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't really have anything to add. Um, just usual shit for the outro. Kind of actually have talking points for an outro notes. It's, uh, it's sort of nice. Remember how before we would just shit garbage our way yes, through we have it? To stop doing we still kind of do that. But either way. Uh, so, yeah, first off, thank you guys for listening to the show. Much appreciated. Uh, if you'd like to support us, like we said earlier, check out our shirts at studio4east.com or the Anchor FM link in the show notes. Be eternally grateful if you support us that way. But or just main... give my mom some money and she'll give it to me. <laughs> or give Chris's mom money. <laughs> mom, can I get a few like, this bucks? This is for your boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is for your boy. <laughs> like you like you have a disease or you're dying slowly. Like there's something oh, wrong with you. Me. Like you feel bad. <laughs> yeah, we would be grateful however you support. Biggest way you could support, just share the show with your friends. That's all we ask. Uh check us out. We have an Instagram at TS Podcast Official. Give us a follow over there and uh, you know, maybe you could get a free shirt or something like that, like happened today. You'll uh, definitely get a free shirt. You and some no, medicine. no, no, no. You might. That that's like saying there's uh, a couple YouTubers I watch who've been ending their show saying like subscribe, you could win a billion dollars. Like technically, yeah. they're right. Yeah. <laughs> See. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, give us a follow on Instagram. You could win a T-shirt, maybe or a can of what was it called? Ballpart, plumpy nut. Yeah, that's it. It's <laughs> ball. You just mixed. Paul Blart, the first letters of Paul Blart into Ball Plart. Uh, I keep, there's this guy on Elden Ring called Blythe, mm-hmm. and I keep calling him, it, it was a wolf looking guy, I keep calling him Ball, Paul Blart Wolf Cop. Paul Blart, okay, yeah, yeah. he irritates my sister-in-law. Oh, okay. <laughs> Paul Blart Wolf Cop. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, you can support us that way. Check out our Instagram, all that jazz. Uh, we do have next month's topic picked out for oh, April. Oh, it's something very close, very close to my heart. Yeah, it, it is. Yes, for Christopher, it is a very... Uh, this is very personal. It, yes, it is very personal for a lot of people. Not as much as it is for me, yeah, though. Okay, yeah, all right. Uh, speaking of April, uh, I'm just going to give you a heads up. It is a bit of a crapshoot for the both of us. So there might be a gap. Uh, just we may end up doing like an April-May combination swipe might, serve. We're not sure yet. Might do a super serve. Uh, maybe throw in a talking shit. Something. We'll try to get some content to you. But either way, you will get the full episode in April. Uh, and, yeah, other than that, uh, thank you guys again for listening. And, yeah, share the show. Tell your friends. And tell them to hop on in this mind camper to see what's going it's on. It's full. It's full? Yeah. <laughs> open the door and spread your Just wisdom. don't open the door under the sink because that's where I keep all the bad words. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. All right. Thank you, guys. We will see you on the next one. Bye, everybody. Bye for now.